like to start by giving a testimony first. I'd like to thank the Lord uh, for 34 years of His wonderful, miracle-working power over my son's life, you know, 34. And also, it is the year when I dedicated myself to the Lord. I'm a single parent, and I told the Lord, only if you help me in this, Lord, in raising my son, I will serve you all the days of my life. That's why I'm standing here before you, declaring the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God, and the love of God. Also, most specially, the patience of God in our life, in my family. And here's the picture. I would like you to take a glimpse of it. That's my son, 34 years of God's faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And that's through the patience of God because God says God is patient. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Where is God? When babies are being aborted in their mother's womb. Where is God? When terrorists take up countries and remove their freedom. Where is God during the 9-11? Where is God? When tsunami hits and people are running for their lives, don't know where to go. When volcano erupts, devastating properties, devastating people's life, shattering it. Where is God? When our society hailed evil, as good and good as evil. Where is God? When a man just go to the store, kill the lady, go out, go to the convenience store, buy something, as nothing has happened. Is killing now permitted? Where is God, when people are lawless, carrying, disrespecti disrespecting authorities, where is God during this pandemic? Is he not a God that heals? Why is it a lot of people are suffering? Even though the ones who has not gotten it yet, fear, anxiety, depression. How about those people who lose their loved ones because of this? Where is 
God? That's what we're going to answer. But first, let us pray. Lord, we entrust to you everything today, Father God. As Lord, as I stand here, Father God, let the wondrous work of your word be, oh Father God, exalted, be learned, and work out, oh Father God, and hold on, oh Father God, into our lives. You alone knows, Father God, the status of our heart with you. Help us, and we give our hope in you. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. Year of patience. This is the seventh year that God has given us a team. It started with the year of the light. Light comes into the darkness, and darkness cannot prevail. In the beginning, there was light. Then followed by the year of seed faith. Without faith, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Years, and that faith is watered by the living water of God. You know, those who are thirsty come to me, and I give you living waters. After that, we have the year of fruitfulness. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask anything, you will bear much fruit. Then harvest, the harvest is there, but workers are plenty. So there is a harvest waiting for all of us. Then it, it, it is followed last year by the year of purpose. You are created by God for his purpose alone. For his purpose alone. You are special creation loved by God to do his purpose here on earth. And so that we can do that, we need to enter into the seventh year, which is the year of patience in James 1.4. It says, endure. So because if we endure this patience, we will be complete, lacking nothing. So all joy. You know, pray to God. We just heard from Sister Hazel the prophecy of prayer where we are advised not to worry, not to doubt, do not fear, and do not give up, right? Because we can rejoice in the Lord in the midst of what is happening. We can request and we can request, we can release that, and then we can repeat all over again. So you don't need to be anxious. That's the cure that we are needing. We don't need. And it's the, our patience that will work it out. You know, that's why this year is a year of patience. Can you repeat with me? This year is a year of patience. Yeah. God... It says here, God is not, let me go back. 
The Lord is patient, not slow. Can you repeat that? With energy. One, two, three. Also you, viewers over there, you can repeat that with energy, okay? Because God is patient with us, not slow, okay? Let's move on. Second Peter chapter 3. Do you know where Peter was when he was writing this? He was in prison. He's writing this. He know already he's going to die. Has any one of you here know when you're going to die? No. no, of course. Me neither. I don't know. But Peter has already the vision that he is dying. And because of that, he's thinking of his fellow believers. And he's thinking of us. Because he, we are also a recipient of that letter now as we are studying this. How many years? 1,960 years? Can you believe that? The power of the written word? So, he was there, but he's not depressed. He wants to encourage the people in the church. That's why, even in the midst of this, that situation, he wrote this to all of us, which we're going to study today. Everything in this book is prophetic. This book is given to us by God. What does B-I-B-L-E means? Basic instruction before leaving earth. And through this book, we know already what happened, right? Because we have Genesis to Revelation. And you will know only if you read it, okay? if you meditate it, and you look at it. That's why this book is given. And we studied in the purpose, uh, the prophecy, purpose of patience. We studied that this book is God's breath, profitable for doctrine, for rebuke. This book will rebuke you, will tell you of your mistakes, Okay? It's not only lovey-dovey with the book. It's also rebuke. And it's hard when God rebuke us. But it also will correct us and will train us in righteousness. We just need to be patient with it, right? Then we will be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know the year of patience? Because God wants us to be thoroughly equipped. That's why he's working in each one of us the patience that he has because God is patient with us. So we will look at the prophecy in 2 Peter chapter 3. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone come to repentance. Now you can say it with power, everyone. One, two, three. Okay, repeat. 
Repeat, class. Repeat. Okay? One, two, three. Okay, let that sink in, in your mind. Let that penetrate right now. Can you grasp that? What do you think is the Lord, Peter telling them with the Lord? A day is like a thousand years. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Nothing. It says in his word already, nothing is impossible with God. All things are possible with God. Like the Lord is not slow. He's not late. He's not early. He's not behind. He's not delayed. He's working in his time. Because what do you think? God owns his time. Do you own your time? Exactly. Because we are caged in in time. The time that has passed, we cannot recover it. That's why time is one of the precious assets we will ever have. Time. Time. Be the Lord, He can make things easier, even though it's very hard. Have you experienced that? That in your, in your thinking, you think, you think, until you get anxious and depressed. But still nothing happened. But when you leave it up to the Lord, just like that, suddenly, God made a way. He is a promise keeper, way maker, light in the darkness. Right? That's what we sing. That's what we declare. And also, God can make easier things. So that in that way, he can stretch you. He can uh, do things to you. And after that, he has molded you. You need to be stretched. That's why those easy things that you know the Lord can answer easily, he stretches out because God wants you to develop your faith, to develop your patience, to develop everything that needs to be developed so that, again, you will be equipped with every good work. The Lord, what is not slow? Remember that. The Lord is not slow. Can you repeat that? Not wanting anyone to perish. That's God's heart. That's the patience of love that God has for all of us. You know? not wanting anyone to perish. Because we've learned that in 1 Corinthians 13, God is love and God is patient. He wants us to be kind and forgiving. He wants us to live in peace and unity. He wants us to love others. So that will be a powerful testimony. You see, the first thing I saw in this church is the love. The love of God. The love to brethren. That's why where Jesus is, this is the place where Jesus is exalted and love is demonstrated. Right? When we got COVID, 
people are there putting uh, food in a, we got in the first wave, where the first wave were COVIDites, <laughs> right? But first, uh, God wants us to first, so help, help, me, help us, God. But God was with us. I did not die because God is still a purpose for me. Two years already, I'm, st I'm standing here now to testify about His goodness. And maybe in God's sight, I'm not well done. Good and faithful servant. That's why we perceive. That's why we are patient. But God is good. Because on that time, I said, God, why did I have COVID? Because everybody got scared. And you're like, I have leprosy. Lord, why did I have COVID? What's this? What did I do wrong? Please forgive me. I receive, and again said, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Lord, please, if I will die, I don't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> I want to be here. If you take me, take me. Okay, but then the Lord, it's just one day for my COVID. <laughs> you know, just one Tylenol, my friend, and God healed me. Okay, I'm here. God is patient, right? Not wanting anyone, but everyone come to repentance. What does repentance mean? It's, my brothers and sisters, we repent when we receive Jesus Christ, but it's a continuous process. It means when we repent, we hear the voice of God. We hear him saying, in Tagalog, it's anak, child, it's not right. You need to humble yourself. You know, if you have sinned against people, you need to acknowledge you have sinned. You need to Repent. Because if we don't repent, God will block all the blessing that he is intending for us. You see, in the book, we see a lot of people praying and fasting. And incidentally, this is the third, the last week of our prayer and fasting for the Global Ministry of International Church of Four square. Hopefully, we are joining. It's a way of renewal. It's a way to ask God to do something new in our life. It's also a way of uh, asking God for deliverance. You know, why did the people in Jonah's time prayed and fasted? Because they want their nation to be delivered from evil ways. Why do the, how about in Esther? They are about to be killed. They humbled themselves before the Lord. They prayed. Mordecai instructed them to pray through Esther. And what happened to their oppressed, oppressor, Haman, right? He was the one who, got, who died. He already prepared the gallows for the man, but God returned, reversed the situation. And if we are praying and fasting, you can remove injustice in our hearts. Injustice in Isaiah. That's the fasting that the Lord wants. What else? Repentance is very important. It should be 
way of life to us that when we hear from the Lord, we repent immediately. We are like David, creating me a clean heart, a pure heart, a heart that follows hard after you, Lord. Create in me because the Lord is the one that will renew us. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive it. Amen? So, that's the gist. The Lord is not slow. Remember that. If you have petitions from the Lord, He is not slow. Don't, uh, His time is different from your time. There are three words that I would like you to remember today. If that's the only word you can remember, it's fine with me. Okay? <laughs> okay, the first word is perceive. Perceive. Can you tell your neighbor perceive? Perceive. Okay, it means to realize. The other word is realize. Comprehend. Grasp. Recognize. Notice or understand. Understand. Patiently remember God's word. Okay? That's the first word. The second word I would like you to rem remember is believe. Believe. Can you say with me, believe? Believe. Believe means accept, trust, rely on. Okay? After you have perceived, after you understand, you grasp, you notice, you realize, you recognize the word of God, the next step is you will believe it. Accept, trust, rely. So we have perceive and believe, and then that will help us to press on. Okay? Hold on. Press. Pursue God's purpose. The essence of this is to be able to pursue God's purpose. Press on. Can you tell me the three words that I would like you to remember? How about you over there in the internet? Can you repeat it with me? Thank you. I just want to know that you are there with me, watching, not only watching, but worshiping and patiently <laughs> learning the word of God with us. Amen, amen. We are family. <laughs> okay, we did not only see that in, cha in chapter 3 of 2 Peter, we also see that in Habakkuk 2 to 4, Romans 8, 20, 25, and Proverbs 16. 32. Okay. Remember God's word. What do you remember with God's word? It says in Psalms 1, Blessed is the man who walk not in the counsel of the wicked, who stand not in the path of sinners, who sit not in the seat of scornful, but his delight is in the way of the Lord. Because the word of all, he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted in the streams of water. Right? Who will bear fruit in its season. That's the promise of God's word. Psalms 119.105 says, It's a light unto our path and a lamp unto our feet. In the first 
You know, when I was a Christian, this is the, the first verse I have heard, I have learned about the Word of God is Joshua 1.8. Do not depart from this book. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what is written in it. Then, because I like this word, you will be prosperous and successful. I want to be prosperous in God's sight. I want to be successful in my spiritual life because I believe that uh, success will come from, you know, knowing and digging into the Word of God. That's why, why will it be a bestseller of all times? Never. No one can outgrow it yet, can outnumber it in its number one place. Because... This is the best book you can own. And if you don't have one, and if you have money in the bank, get it out and buy one. You need to buy one for yourself in order to appreciate it. Use your money, invest your money. Okay? Because if it's a gift, sometimes you don't read it. But if you invested on it, then, okay? Remember God's word given through his apostle and prophet. Apostle refers to the New Testament. And prophets refer to the Old Testament. This, it is given the equal footing. We said in the, New, the Old Testament, look forward to the New Testament. The New Testament, look back at the Old Testament. So they are both important for all of us. Anyway, it is the word of God to all of us. Perceive God's word. Understand, comprehend, grasp. Peter said, I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through apostle, through your apostle. Apostle Peter, Apostle Paul, Prophet Isaiah, Prophet Jeremiah. Okay? I would like to see them in heaven. Okay? They are the prophets. Above all, you must understand. So this is the prophecy. You must understand that in the last days, scoper will come scoping and following their evil desire. They will say, where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our ancestor died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. Let me pause. What does scoper do? They mock. What does mocking? You know, mocking is like this. When you know that uh, you're like, you have a brother or a sister that has uh, cancer, lung cancer, you tell him to stop smoking, and instead of stopping, he will get his cigarette and smoke in front of you. That's the example of mockers. For others, you know, you tell them this is bad. The Bible commands us, you know, what, what to eat, what, what to drink. When you, uh, mockers are when you tell them something that is good and they do the opposite. And this letter is written to the beloved in the church. So, sitting beside you may be a mocker. Right? Hopefully not, right? So maybe something, ah, oh, the, 
that, that word, that word will not work to me. Because why are they mocking? Because they want to continue in their evil works. They want to do what they want to do in their own flesh. Because we do live in our flesh. We do, we're still here. But that's why we're studying the word of God so that we will be equipped with God's word. Right? So there will be mockers in the last days. So don't pretend, if you are reading the Bible, don't pretend that you don't know this. You will be scoped off. You will be, you know, people will ridicule you for what you're doing. But stay there. It's already prophesied. Right? There are people that don't, don't do, they do their own, they do it because of their evil desire. They say, where is this coming? Have you heard people say, oh, it's not coming, not now, not today. But God can come anytime. He can even come today. Right? Every hour, every minute, he owns. Right? And then, Everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. Does everything goes on since the beginning of creation? Goes the same? Is it still, we are still, are we still living in the Garden of Eden? No. So, how about you? Did you change since, since your birth? Even us change. You're getting younger and younger <laughs> as the days goes by. That's why we are now using oil of delay. Right? <laughs> right? We are now using, a lot of people are using the oil of delay now because they want to preserve. Right? That's why now we're spending more money going to beauties so that we will preserve. Because not everything is the same. In the days of creation, it's not the same. Because in chapter 2, they were only instructed to tend the to be a supervisor and enjoy it, the garden. Everything is there, provided by the Lord. But what happened on the third, on Genesis 3? What happened to that, to that situation? There came the fall. And what happened to us? What happened to the men? They will now work, right? To provide for their family. What happened to the women? They will now have birth pains, Right? And also, there will be misunderstanding. They don't know. They don't understand each other anymore because confusion already came. These mockers deliberately, willfully forget that long ago by God's word, that heaven, heaven, they deliberately forget. So when you forget something, when you, you willfully do it. Unless you have dementia or unless you're aging and you're not uh, drinking medicine for your brain. Uh, what's that? Ginkgo giloba. <laughs> right? For the brain, right? You, they deliberately, they willfully show off the word of God. When the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water by water, the creation, right? By this water also the world at that time was deluged and destroyed. Do you remember that story? When was the earth was destroyed through water? Very good class. Clap your hands. <laughs> Noah's Ark. How many were left? 
Eight. Eight, right? What happened in Noah, Noah's time? Are there mockers on that time? What did they do to Noah? Crazy, right? They, they uh, you know, ah, Noah's crazy. They're laughing at him. He's crazy. He's, uh, the, his God told him that, you know, uh, there will be flood, that they will be destroyed. Ah, oh, leave, leave him alone. He doesn't know. He's, he's a crazy man, right? What do you do when you see people carrying cross on the street saying, Jesus is coming again? Mm-hmm. That should change your perspective. Like Noah on that time, he was mocked, right? But did the prophecy, did the word of God came to pass? Yes, right? Do you know how long did Noah build the ark in the land? How many years? 120 years. Imagine every day of his life, he's being mocked. Imagine that. But God did what he said to Noah. By the same word, the present heaven and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Who will be destroyed when Jesus came back? The ungodly, right? What will happen? You know, they will be destroyed, it says, in this word. But do not forget this one thing. My, fr- my friends, my brothers and sisters, do not forget this one thing. Remember, recall, understand. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. Okay, remember that your time is not the same as God's time. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. So if the Lord has promised to you right now, he is not slow. In Acts 16.31 says, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved, and the entire family. It will come to pass, because that's the word of God. Instead, he is patient. He is enduring. He is steadfast. He is forgiving. He is gentle with you. Not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. In Habakkuk 2, 2 to 4, it says here, write down the revelation. Make it plain on tablet so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false, deceitful, distorted. Though it linger, wait patiently for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the proud one is popped up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by faithfulness. One of the prophecies that was given to me is Isaiah 44.3. And I hold on to that. It says there, the Lord will pour out his spirits upon my descendants and all my offspring will be blessed and everyone will call him by name. So that, I'm holding on to that. The lady that prayed it to me says, do not worry, God is in control and his word will come to pass. 
What is God's word to you today that you are holding on? Do you have any that you are holding on that word, that revelation that help you to put your hope in the Lord? Because prophecy is given so that we would know what's going on. So that we will not be wayward. We will not be tossed and fro. What is right? What is what because you go to one of your friends when reading the Bible tells you something. Like if your husband is wayward or you divorce it. Right? Or what else of you know your children? What what is what does your friend says? You know, how about the word God? Right? Because that's the classic example of what we can see. What is God's word to you that you're waiting for? It will come to pass in appointed time. It's already scheduled in heaven. It's already there with the Lord. It's lined up. So he will say, uh-huh, next Christina, next, you know, Jennifer, next. But it's already there. You claim it, my friend. Every promises of God is true. Every revelation that was given to you will come to pass in its appointed time. Though it tarry, it will still come to pass. Amen? So don't, you know, don't lose hope. But the key is, but the righteous will live by faithfulness. Be faithful. Be faithful to the Lord. And I can say, be patient when the Lord is working in your life. Do not, do not give up. Because God has appointed time for everything. Remember God's word. Can you repeat that? With power. Okay. Energize, energize, energize. <laughs> Patience, perceive prophecies, truth, and revelation. You perceive it. You can recall it. You can remember. You can understand. You can grasp. And then when we perceive it, then we'll go to the next. We can expect, believe in God's work. Believe, trust, rely. Proverbs 3, 5, 7 remind us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Right? Expect God's work of revelation and renewal to be right on time. I repeat, right on time in His timing. Not your timing. Okay? He's, so right on time means he's not delayed. He's not early. He's not behind. And most especially, he did not forget you. You are in his mind. You are the apple of his eye. Okay? Expect God's work. So, the day of the Lord is coming. Where is God? He is here. He sees us. He is just patient. He is not slow. 
but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Have you ever experienced a thief coming to your house? Thank God, right? Because it's covered with the blood of Jesus, right? But what does thief goes? Does he announce that he is coming? No, right? He just come when he wants to get. It's like the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is the concept in the Old Testament continues till the New Testament when God says, repent for the kingdom of God is coming, right? And the day of the Lord begins when Jesus Christ ascended into heaven. The day of the Lord. They are awaiting for the day of the Lord. I hope we are all awaiting for the day of the Lord because in 1 Thessalonians says, he will gather everybody that died before us first, those who have Jesus Christ in their hearts when they die, they will gather. And then next, we will, those who are living, we will be caught up in the air, right? And then we will be with Jesus Christ, right? So hope, because the day of the Lord will come as a blessing for those who believe in him and as a judgment for those who has unbelief, okay? Remember, blessing for those who has Jesus, who believe in Jesus, and like judgment. That's the day of the Lord. The heavens will disappear like a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. You know what, what does mean destroyed by fire? It's just like uh, purification. Like gold is purified. You are, and in the wheat and tear, they uh, separate, separate the sheep from the goat. And separate, it's a separation destroyed by fire and the earth. Everything done in, in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed, everything will be destroyed, brothers and sisters. This is what kind of people ought you to be. You ought to live holy and godly lives. As you look forward to the day of God, speed is coming. Ought to live holy. Why? Because God is holy. Godly lives. Where can we find that? This word will tell us, okay, how to live that is pleasing to the Lord. If you read this, you will mature, you will humble yourselves before the Lord, you will be purified, you will come in unity with others, and then we will have a good testimony for the Lord's purpose in our life. We will be a good testimony. How do people, when they see, how do people encourage to go to church? When they see the loving kindness of that people there. You know, love, the patience of love, the kindness, the gentleness. You know, that's why we ought to live a holy and godly life. Is the holy life like, mm, like this? Hmm. Hmm. You're not moving anymore. You're not doing anything. No, right? It says, in everything you do, do it for the glory of God. You are now mindful of what you do. You're now uh, doing it for the glory of God, not your glory. Not for our own glory, but you do everything. You know, you think of God. When you say, what would Jesus do? You think of Jesus all the time. Jesus is your all in all. It's a godly living. 
is a holy living. As you look forward, I am looking forward to the day of the Lord. I am looking forward. I am hoping for that. You know, Maranatha, Lord come. Right? That they will bring about, the, it will bring about destruction of heaven. It says here, and fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, remember this, children of righteousness, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth. What does it look like? There's no more password in your computer because somebody will hack it, right? There is no more you punch the number in your ATM that only you know, even your wife doesn't know, right? You unlock or lock, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, glorious, it's a glorious place, a new heaven and a new earth. That's what the day of the Lord will bring. Aren't you looking for that? When you are not afraid to go to the street and there is no COVID anymore, when you are free to do that, everything for the glory of the Lord, are you not waiting for the day of the Lord to come? Right? We are. We are. Because it's a glorious day. Righteousness dwell. There is no more disrespecting authorities. Everyone in one accord. So, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort, sacrifice, give your time to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with Him. Make every effort. You don't, it doesn't happen like that. It happens when you make every effort. You are diligent. Be diligent to do what God wants you to do. Be diligent to obey His word. Be diligent to step on the things that He would want you to do by faith. Focusing on faith, right? It says, bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation. Okay? So He doesn't want anybody to perish. Just as our dear brother Paul also wrote on you. For the creation, like the world was subject to prostration, as in Romans 8, 20, 25, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope. So the, crea the creation, you know, the word, for the creation self will be liberated from its bondage to decay. Wow, that's a promise for the creation self. Brought into freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. You see, those who doesn't have God, they're groaning. They're suffering. They don't have the presence of God. But we, have the, we are the first fruit of the Spirit. We groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope, we were saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Okay? If you see something, do you hope in it? No, you see it already. It's not hope. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently, enduringly, steadfastly, carefully. Okay? Hope in God because God is the God of hope. Believe in God's work. Can you tell it to your neighbor? Believe in 
Patience believes prophecies promise. What is the promise? The day of the Lord will come. And what's the promise? The Lord is patient, not slow. He will do everything. And after you perceive, you remember God's word, you believe, you expect God's work, now here, patience receive the promise of salvation. What are we things we're going to do now? We just perceive, we believe, be on guard. Don't sleep. Don't be lazy. Be diligent. Stay on the task in living for God's purpose. Do not say, oh, tomorrow I will do that. Tomorrow I will read the word. Tomorrow I will pray. Oh, God understands. Oh, God knows. God knows my heart, sister. But, if, but we were commanded, be on guard. Stay on the task in living for God's purpose. Bear in mind, put in your mind, because everything goes to our mind, right? Lord's patience means salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. His letter contains some things that are hard to understand, okay? It says here, sometimes it's hard to understand, but we just need to bear in mind that God is there. Ignorant and unstable people distort. You know, the things that are hard to understand, ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scripture to their own destruction. Therefore, dear friends, so the, pro the purpose of prophecy, why it's given, so that we will be forewarned. Be on your guard so that you may not carried away by the error of the lawless. So when you read the word of God, it says instruction. That's why B-I-B-L-E, basic instruction before leaving earth. So you can be guarded. You can be forewarned. You know, that's why it's there. So do not do, you can read in the word obey. Do not do. Do not, do not, do not. Because if you do that, it will come to your destruction, Right? When you read, there are a lot of instruction. It's a book of instruction. Tells us what to do. It's also a book that we can use as our training manual. Be on your guard so that you may not carry away by the error of the lawless. So who are the lawless? Lawless, they don't, they don't use this book. They don't read this book. They don't pray with this book. They don't meditate this book. Right? And fall from your secure position. You already know the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. That is your secure position. But what it says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of who? Of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Tell yourself, uh, mention your name and say this word. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on. Oh, Benita, grow in the grace and knowledge of your word. You can also do that if you are online. You appear, you ask the Lord, you pray that you will grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's our goal. 
That's our hope. That's our future. In Proverbs 16.32, it says, Patience is better than power. And one with self-control is greater than the one who captures a city. Patience is equated with self-control. Okay? And that's both gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay? You remember that patience is better than power and one with self-control. So, Lord, give us patience. Right? It is better. You want better, right? You just don't want good. You want better and you want the best. Can you repeat that? Do you know God's purpose for your life? While you are still living here? Do you know what God wants from you? Only you and the Lord knows that. Holy patience. Why it's holy? Because it's only the Holy Spirit that can work patience in us. We cannot do it on our own. You cannot just order one order of patience today. Right? A la carte. <laughs> right? One order of patience. Give me right now. No. Right? It's holy patience. It's through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Persistently pursue prophecies, promises. Promises, promises. There are a lot of promises in the Bible. With faithful, become faithful. You know, expectation and empowered confidence. Your confidence will really be empowered if you pursue persistently. Holy patience. Can you repeat that with me? The Lord is patient, not slow. Now with power. And how about you there? <laughs> right? The promises of God will come to pass. Remember that. Let it sink in to your mind. The prophecies, what God has promised to you, He will do. He will do. He will do. Just believe. Our hope in Christ will be fulfilled. There is spiritual power found in patiently, prayerfully, awaiting prophecy's fulfillment with confident trust in God. Who will you trust? God. Confident trust in God. Let's say all of this. Let's declare it. The prophecies of God will come to pass. Our hope in Christ Jesus will be fulfilled. There is a spiritual power found in patiently, prayerfully awaiting prophecies fulfillment with confident trust in God. Wow. The patience of prophecy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
No. Uh, in ending, where's the people in the boat? Can, can I just remove this? You can see people here that God is patient with. That is, that is, that is the essence. Father Marco, can we stop this? Because not there? Okay. Disregard that. Because the Lord wants to do something today. As we pursue patient of prophecy. God wants this to happen and we will do it to the power of the Holy Spirit. He wants to make a new wave in this church. A new wave. Hallelujah. God will work it out through you. Through you. Each one of us is included. God wants to use you. But before he can use us, this is what the Lord wants. That we will come in front, offer ourselves to him as a living sacrifice, empowered by the Holy Spirit. The Lord wants to empower each and every one of you here so that you will do what God's purpose for your life is. Will you, he's inviting you in front and he's ready to pour out his spirit on you. You just need to be obedient to God's word today. Let us do it, PCF, let us, let us, let us let the Lord do what he is intending to do in this church for this year of patience. Come on, stand on your feet. Go to the altar of God. He wants you here. He wants you here. Come on, church, if you want to be used by God. Hallelujah. This is not, this is God's word. This is how it, he wants it to end. Stand on your feet. Go here in the altar where the Lord is waiting for you, where there is cleansing, where there is deliverance. Go, 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 go! The Lord is here. Go! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't be hardened. Don't make your heart too hard. Hallelujah. Go. Come to the altar. I want to renew you. I want to restore you. I want to prepare a table set before you. Hallelujah. Go. Go. This is me talking. They, he wants to deliver you. He wants to clear you. He wants to help you. You are not listening to him. You are holding on to what will go to your destruction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants to save you.
He is patient with you. He wants you to recommit your life to Him. Today, if you hear His word, do not harden your hearts in the day, like in the day of rebellion. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah, Lord! God wants to fill this place, brothers and sisters, unless you come here. Hallelujah! God is seeing you. Come, stand on your feet. Do not be, hallelujah, do not be prideful because that's what the Lord wants. And we just obeying in asking you to come, in asking you to come. It's the Lord who is asking you to come. Do not harden your hearts like in the day of rebellion. Hallelujah. Come, come. He wants you in the altar. He wants to cleanse you. He wants to cleanse. He wants you to represent your household. He wants you to be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just here as a vessel of His honor. I'm just here to proclaim His word. Don't be like in the time, hallelujah, when Jonah, do not be like the time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. 